Good morning, Fabcasters. This is our bar with the drive time sitting in the shade podcast. This spring is here. It's Monday, so it's March 20th, and spring is here. It's good times. I'm reflecting on, I'm sitting here in the parking lot reflecting on yesterday's sermon, which was amazing. It's probably the most powerful sermon I've heard all year. And uh, it's, it's apropos for a road that will lead us to the culmination of our faith, which is the resurrection of Jesus Christ, Easter Sunday. So we're in a progression of, of sermons and events in our little local church that will lead us to that point. And I think there was no better way to start this sermon series than with Genesis chapter 3, the fall of man. So, the, so Pastor Chris uh, took us through Genesis 3. And the first attack that the enemy had on on humans was he targeted the woman and he attacked the Word of God. That was his very first move. He said, did God really say? Tried to cause some, some uncertainty, tried to ca- create some confusion in her mind. She was deceived and she gave the fruit, whatever it was, whatever, if it was a fig or whatever, um, probably not an apple, pastor said, and I believe him turned to his husband, turned to her husband, and he was right there. And he said, yeah, I'll, let's do this. You know, I'll, let's, let's bite of that. But uh, what really struck me was that he said something that was so key. And for me personally, it hit hard. He said, a gospel that lacks Satan, a gospel that lacks the mention of Satan seeks to find enemies elsewhere in humans. So I'll say that again. A gospel that lacks Satan seeks to find other enemies, particularly in human beings. But here's the thing. Human beings are never our enemy. We don't wrestle against humans. We wrestle against principalities and powers, against spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly realms. So... That was personal to me because for so long I had been infatuated with trying to quote unquote simplify the gospel so much that I could, uh, I think I narrowed it down to seven words. Jesus Christ guarantees eternal life for believers. And there are several others in my camp that would say, no, the, the gospel is believe in Jesus and you'll be saved. And the gospel is Jesus Christ gives you eternal life. And so the problem with that gospel is it was, it was all good. Now, when, when, when my pastor said that, I said, holy cow, I did try to, I did find people as my enemies and I never put two and two together that I was trying to find an enemy in people because my gospel lacked the enemy in it. And there is no such thing, there is no such thing as good news without some bad news. It would be equivalent to saying it's hot outside with never experiencing cold like it is right now. It's like 50 degrees, but wonderful, fresh, crisp air. And it's it's wonderful and refreshing because in this area of the mid-Atlantic, it gets super hot. So I know what cold is now because I'm an East, East Coaster now. I know what cold is and I know what hot is. And... When I, when I lived in Southern California, I didn't know what cold was. There's no such thing as cold. There's, there's hardly even any rain. I never even knew any seasons. When I came over here to the East Coast, people were talking about fall and spring, and I go, what's that? What's fall and spring? 
especially when we lived in Hawaii, it was like, what seasons? There, there is. So I went from island to island. I went from west coast to Hawaii, never knowing what seasons were because I only had one perspective. So for me and my one-sided gospel, which was all good news, I never got in touch with the bad news. And then as a byproduct of that, I was finding bad news in everybody else other than me. I know it's a little deep to, to try to comprehend right now, but it, it, it was so fresh and it hit so hard yesterday. It was like this light bulb went on. That's what you were doing this whole time. Because your gospel story didn't include the fall in your life. Um, it was one-sided and it lacked something. So all that to say this, when we share our story, believers, we should mention our desperate need for a savior. What is it exactly that God has delivered us from in our personal lives? Yeah, I know he's delivered us from, from sin. Yeah, I know we, we were all born alive, physically alive, but spiritually dead. Yeah, it, all those things I can say those and never feel uncomfortable. But if I said, he's delivered me from my selfishness. You know, I used to worship control. I used to worship my phone. I used to do these things. I used to dabble the line of sexual purity, although while, quote-unquote, still maintaining my purity, um, those kind of things. That I would, in the midst of shame and, and embarrassment, say this is the real gospel, because I'm going to share this un with unflinching um, confidence that this is who the Savior is to me. And so what I also noticed in this passage is that not only was the serpent and man and woman cursed, but the ground, the ground was cursed. So, so sin, when it entered the world, it fractured human relationships and, by the way, our relationships with all of creation, whether it's animals, whether it's nature. And we, as, as believers, as children of God as believers in Jesus Christ ought to become cultivators of human flourishing, cultivators of people who are in touch with all of creation. We are we were meant to be stewards of all of creation. We weren't meant to be wasteful and and littering littering and destroying this earth. We were meant to enjoy it and make it flourish. All these things in earth point us back to the living almighty creator God the Lord Jesus Christ the only mediator standing between man and God we were meant to be in relationship with others and with creation but it's in that fall that both relationships were fractured so now creation the fall we are in the process of post redemption restoration and reconciliation of all that has been broken every relationship I have in my life I'm asking God how are you restoring and renewing this relationship to reflect your kingdom to come here on earth now how can my relationship with my wife reflect the kingdom that is to come but is also reality here and now oh complete honesty good to go complete full love in complete full knowledge of each other okay count me in as uncomfortable as that will be I will constantly preach that to myself I will constantly throw myself at the mercy 
at the foot of the cross, I will surround myself with people who are fearless and who are living it, who can help me maintain, abide in his word, help me, help me keep that type of freedom. Guys like Andy who says, no, we will come clean and, and read in our wives into these areas of struggle so that they don't have any power. And me saying, I don't want to do that, dude, but I will. That's what I'm talking about. Like taking care of our, of our dogs is more than just having pets. It's we're taking care of creation and it's pointing us to one day when we will be on the on the new earth with with kids creation again i wonder i just wonder what that's going to be like everything in perfect health there's a little bit of me that can't wait to get to that new that renewed but also knowing that the gospel says we can have that good news that kingdom here and now in our relationships within with nature with and this is not some kind of like nebulous spiritual guru type it's no this is just real jesus christ is the creator of heaven and earth we're to enjoy we're to make it flourish we are to cultivate relationships of human flourishing anyways a little more flowery than i'm used to i know that you're used to but i was just so motivated and we're going to promote this uh, Easter Easter at the Sandler Center here in Virginia Beach. Can't we? We're going to we're going we're gonna to push hard. We're going to push hard and uh, get people under the good teaching of the Word. But not only that, people who are in the local body to take them to the land flowing with milk and honey, because there is a freedom that's beyond Egypt, and it'll it'll take battles. And there will be some conquering and there will be some giants to overcome before we partake of that land. But it will be worth every bit of it. All right, Fabcasters. Hope you could track that flowery language. I love you so much. Hit me up. Peace.